Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Runamic. Better to Will is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. How is everybody doing? How is everybody doing? Buenos dias. Let's see what we have here. Uh, Michael Rudnan, how are you doing? ABQ, Yvette Avery Herod, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, let's see, we have Squido says, Buenos dias, como estas mi amigo? Then, of course, we have Eric Hayes. Eric Hayes says, a whole lot. And then we have Peggy Lopez. Peggy Lopez, welcome aboard. Well, today's show is all yours. Um, you know, I had a an interview with a social security, well, I was going to have an interview with, to discuss DCEs that, uh, you know, we're concerned about it with the, um, the, with the administration. And I think we were unable to get that. So I said, you know what we're going to do? I'm not going to try to jump on another subject right away. What I'm going to do is go ahead and say, let's get busy with you. You decide what we want to talk about. So we're, 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 all our peeps are not here yet. But as you get here, remember, it's going to be your show. All right. Egberto, mind putting up this up on the screen if you can. Can't put it up right now. We'll see a little bit later, my friend, what we get. Lee Grant, how you doing, my brother? Bridge MCP, bienvenida. All right, let's see. Let's get busy. Uh, Rudnin says, poll shows, incredible. 80% of voters support windfall tax on big oil. Jamie Henn, director of Fossil Free Media, said that the survey data shows voters know who is to blame for high gas prices, big oil. For politicians on both sides of the aisle, this polling is proof that their constituents overwhelmingly support the ideas of a windfall profit tax that would stop big oil profiteering and send relief directly to consumers. Han added, if members of Congress refuse to act, It'll be a concrete evidence that they are in the pockets of the industry. Think they'll act? I wonder. I mean, they should. I mean, it's kind of evident that they should. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, be thinking. Be thinking. This is your show today. Bring up subjects. I have tons of subjects that I can talk about, but I want to hear what you guys want me to talk about today. So uh, think about it and just put it in a chat and say, Berto, why don't you discuss this topic? Take it and fly or whatever you guys want me to do with it. I'll do it. Okay, continue with what Rudnan has to say here. Other subject here. Let's see. Ah, all right. Great Barrier Reef hit by six mass bleaching event. Terry Hughes, leading coral scientist and professor of marine biology at James Cook University in Queensland, Australia, tweeted, tragically, coral bleaching is now widespread again on the Great Barrier Reef after the end of summer heat wave. The sixth evident, or the sixth event since 1998 appears to be unfolding. It's a cry for help, just in time for UNESCO and the, U, and the IUCN mission. You know what is interesting? With all the carbon dioxide in the air, it actually leaches into water, and if I'm not mistaken, even the dissolved carbon dioxide has a tendency, and you guys can look this up for me, create carbonic acid. And if I'm not mistaken, carbonic acid can be a bleaching agent. 
look it up for me and uh, see if I if I got that right or not. I'm just trying to remember my good old my good old chemistry days. I didn't particularly like chemistry; I preferred physics. But hey, that's what it's all about. Squido says, "Buenos dias." Uh, Eric says, "Saki in October 2020 passed off the Hunter Biden news as Russia disinformation." And when asked recently if she said this, she refused to answer the question why. Biden himself said nothing to see here with his son as he is so clean. I don't think he ever said his son was clean. I don't think any of these guys are clean. Do you see some shenanigans going on? Yes, they refuse to face facts when probably if it was the other guy doing it, they would nail him right. No, not right. Donald Trump is still a free man. Donald Trump's kids are still free. Even though we know they lied on their tax forms, even though we know they create, uh, you know, they did fraud at the hotel here in D.C. So please don't say that. Now, when it comes to Hunter Biden, I know nothing, nor do I care about anything when it comes to the children of Donald Trump. As long as it doesn't involve the government or anything of that nature, I don't care. Let the sector get them. So no, I think I've been consistent here, my friend. Perfectamente consistent. You have never heard me go after Donald Trump's kids in, for, for, you know, over and over again. I may say they are crooks. Yeah, because they are crooks. But you don't see me constantly going after them. All right, here we got Eric Hayes says, oh, hi. Hello, Eric. How you doing? I think I said hi before. Bridge says, hey, everyone. Open forum, eh? Yes. Hey, Egberto and Chatters. Uh, is audio sync off? It may be a bit out of sync, but I think it's going to catch up in the long run, I hope. Tom C., happy Friday. YouTube in and out of sync. All right. BP Alpha, capitalism must be dismantled in order for life on earth to continue. I'll expand on that in a little bit, but let me continue reading. Chemistry and coral reefs, bleaching and greening. Carl Cox says, agree with BP Alpha. And why doesn't anyone suggest investigating Trump's son? <laughs> Tell me. All right, Clinton is still free. I don't know that if Clinton had done anything, given who Clinton is, I can guarantee you Clinton would be in jail. Egberto, ocean acidification is one of the direct effects of global warming. National Geographic Ocean Acidification and Coral Reefs. The impact of ocean acidification on coral reefs is one danger. Oceans absorb carbon dioxide and from the atmosphere. Carbon dioxide reacts with salt water to form carbonic acid. That's what I was... I wanted to make sure I remembered this stuff correctly. Due to increases in carbon, carbon emissions, more CO2 is entering the world's ocean which creates additional carbonic acid in the water. The more acidic seawater becomes, the less calcium carbonate it can hold because, again, calcium is eaten by acid, right? Again, my chemistry class. The more acidic seawater becomes, the less calcium carbonate it can hold. Many marine species, including coral, need calcium carbonate to build their protective shell and exoskeletons. Without it, shells grow slowly and become weak. Coral reefs with breakable, slow-growing coral erode more quickly than they accrete. Reefs can disappear, and the extinction of the entire species is possible. Thank you for that, uh, Michael. At, at least I refreshed my scientific 
stuff, you know. Eric and she shall remain free. I imagine she will. She didn't do a damn thing, right? All right. Our British MCP says communities org from Nexus blog, chemistry and coral reefs bleaching and greening. Thank you for that link. Eric Hayes says British MCP sadly as she is just a crooked as crooked as the rest of them. Uh, yeah, they're all crooked. I won't doubt. Let, let me tell you. I lost very much. I was out of favor with Hillary when she went with a whole bunch of bankers and really accused those of us on the left as being out of touch and defending the bankers as she was collecting a, a 200000 I think it was $400,000 check from, um, what's the name of the Wall Street firm? I think it was from, uh, what's the big firm? The big firm, the big one. Um, whatever one. I, I don't think it was Lehman Marcus then or one of those, but one of those firms. So no, I lost faith in, 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 in her then. I lost faith in a lot of these guys after they got real chummy with these guys after they left. So no, I'm with you. All right. B Alpha says most of the Earth's oxygen is produced by phytoplankton in the ocean. Ocean dies, we die. Yeah. Carl Cox says mercury is also a problem from burning coal. I'm not a Clinton fan. However, Trump is really enemy of mankind, just like his hero, puppet master Putin. Uh, Eric Hayes, Lehman Brothers, yeah, but they went out of business in, uh, in, in a while back, if I'm not mistaken, out of, yeah, out of 2008. All right, quit, quit treating ocean as cesspool, says Keith Matheny. You are absolutely right. We need to stop treating the ocean as cesspool as well as the atmosphere, right? Okay, uh, let's go back to what BP Alpha said, because I think uh, that's what he wants me to talk about. And again, today's open forum, folks. If you want me to talk about a subject, put it in the, in, the, in the chat, and I'll definitely pick up on the subject. So say, Egberto, I want you to talk about this. The first person that asked was BP Alpha. Well, he made a statement that I want to expand on. But if you want me to talk about a subject, put Egberto, talk about this, or Egberto, answer this. And then we'll take it from there. But BP Alpha says the following. Uh, capitalism must be dismantled in order for life on earth to continue. Math, the math that governs an economy is simple. Uh, you know, you, you want something, you buy something, or you exchange for something. That's an economy. Uh, there are abstractions within an economy that one would have, right? In other words, if I, ha if I grow corn and you grow uh, onions and you grow milk or you, you form milk I may not have enough corn to get the milk that I need to make the, the, the product that I'm going to make with your milk, your corn and what was the other product that I had whatever other product that was so we create this thing called money Okay, so money is like a placeholder for a trade that's all money is, a placeholder for a trade. It allows me to abstract trade. What do I mean by abstracting trade? It means that I am saying, okay, I need to buy onions from this guy. I need to buy flour or, or I need to buy uh, milk from this guy. All I have is corn. This guy only needs some of my corn. So... 
this other person needs some of my corn. How do we make the transaction work? The placeholder, money. So we have that intermediary thing that gives value to something. My corn has a certain amount of value in money. His milk has a certain value in money. And that onion has a certain something value in money. We assign a value to each of these items. So if I need a little bit of milk, I can give him the equivalence in money for that milk, equivalence in money for that onion. That is as simple as an economy is. Punto y final. Okay? That's it. We add layers to add on that to allow us to trade better efficiently. When we only could trade, you want my bananas, I give you some milk and have an exchange. It limited what we could do, how much we could have. Because if I don't have something that you need, I can't get something that you have. Money abstracts that and allows us to do that. But then we wanted to go another layer, right? I have corn, a corn field. And I need fertilizer. And let's say that fertilizing company would take my corn, but I don't have the corn yet. It's in the field. So that's how we create another layer of an economy. What do I do? I create a bank. The bank says, okay, my service, just like you provide a product, I will provide you a service. And what is that service? I will let you have the excess money I've had from all the transactions that I've made. I would let you borrow that money and take that money and purchase the corn or the fertilizer that you need to grow your corn. When you get that corn and you sell that corn and you get that money, you can give it back to me, but I will charge you a fee for having loaned you the money so that I can pay my electricity, pay the bills of, of that being my job, as well as you know a little bit of stuff for my retirement. That is free enterprise in action. We need a bank to delay money. We also have money as abstraction, and then we have the suppliers of products and services. That is all there is to an economy. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay? Now comes the structures that we put on top of all of that. That is capitalism. Okay? That is capitalism. Somebody who says, wait a minute. I can come into your domain and make money on all of you that is capitalism now so I hope you first understand what a basic economy is you have money you have a bank and you have the people who give you products and services and the money is used as abstraction between them all okay everybody's understanding that so far and the reason I'm, I'm putting that that simple is everything else, absolutely everything else, is somebody trying to make a dollar for doing no work. Example now. Example now. What happens? 
uh, what happens? I decide, you know what? I can make a buck. I can go to that guy who makes corn and say, hey, you know what? Sell me your company. I mean, you, you keep the company. I'll give you a bunch of money and we'll create stocks out of your company and we'll fractionalize it and sell it to other people. And when we fractionalize it and sell it to other people, I already included the consumer. The consumer, the reason I have the product is the consumer also provides a either a consumer of the part, the, the product or not, right? So uh, the, the person who develops a product is also a consumer. The person who uh, provides a service is also a consumer. So that description that I just gave is in the entirety of the economic system because the person who works, right, is also providing a service that he abstracts for money. Notice I always said products and services. We put other things on top of all of that because what we want to do is we either put some good structures on top of that to help people. Let me, let's talk about the good structures we put on top of an economy first. Um, we have government, right, that charges taxes. And that tax that they charge is to build roads, open schools, and all these things to make people intelligent that they can work, produce a service or a product. And we all partake in that via taxes. So that is an addition to what we just discussed there. So that is a layer that we put on top the basic economy so that we can have what's known as a society. And then we add a few other things to that and we say, and you know what? This society should be humane. And what does a humane society involve? A humane society involves us saying, okay, there are some people who were unlucky in life and they were born deformed that they can't work and all these other things but as a humane society we know that this can happen to just about anybody and we have provisions that say the many will take care of the unlucky the many will take care of the unlucky and anyone who grows into the unlucky the many will take care of them so we created things like Social Security, Medicare, and all of that, that we all able-bodied people can pay for. Now, where is the corrupting part of our economic system, our free enterprise system, which is what I've just described? Welcome, Norman Reynolds. Welcome, Carl Cox. Welcome, Meliev. Welcome, May Wood. Welcome, the duck that quacks. Welcome, uh, if I missed you. Uh, hit me up and I'll get back with you. Here comes capitalism now. Capitalism breaks down everything and says, I want a piece of you. I'm going to profit from a piece of you without putting in a dollar's worth of energy. So they create structures. And these structures are things like we create stocks in companies and, and we, put, we give some sort of a reasons for having stocks, right? And my contention is that is where the corruption of capitalism begins. Because we capitalize everything and everything then becomes a, is, is becomes up for capitalization. Love and be loved, all else is folly. Tolstoy. 
Okay, let's back up. Egberto, charity were never sufficient to protect the elderly, the children, and the unfortunate. So it is necessarily a strong social safety net. Capitalists always hate us. Well, I mean, I haven't touched on capitalism yet. What I've touched on is free enterprise, right? Everything that we have here is the person who grow corn decided to grow corn. The person who grow onions decided to grow onions. The person who worked uh, for the person who grew onions to buy the corn from the person who created the corn. All of that, all of that is free enterprise. Now, capitalism corrupts everything. It comes in and it creates all these paper elements. All these paper elements, it, it, it divided corporations. I, I should, one of the things I should really have done is talk about corporations because the intent of corporations originally was not to create some entity because a corporation is a person the way we've defined it, some entity that lasts forever. That was not the original intent of corporations. The original intent of corporations were they got together, pooled their money in stocks, hear me out now, not choo-choo-choo, capitalism in that form in other words a lot of people pool because there was a particular task to do build a bridge build something expensive build a refinery and when that task is complete that is dissolved and it may be resolved again later on well these stuff then decide to be alive in perpetuity and it allowed let's say Bruce Fowler said, listening and learning. How about people who work for the government, like unpaid, like underpaid teachers? Again, that, that is a part of, of our free enterprise as well, and that's where taxes come in, uh, Bruce. We as a society have to decide how much taxes we want to pay to ensure that the people who uh, teach or spend most of the time with our kids in their growing years are paid well. And that's where I'm for. Uh, yeah, again, that's, that's what I'm into. All right, um, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to get into the top part of capitalism here. I just described free enterprise. I'm going to go to the questions because it seemed to me like after I've described free enterprise, some questions came in or statements came in. So let me go ahead and hit those up now. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Money is an abstraction to be true purpose of labor, which is to improve our lives. Why can't we just share? We all need food. No farmer grows anything the earth does. Um, yeah, the farmer puts his labor in to grow something, though. Uh, so, I mean, labor labor is something that's quantifiable to create the product. That's why I give more credence, let's say, to a farmer than to a stockbroker, right? Or Eric Hay says, what is a possible way that U.S. should do anything to China or India or UAB for energy trading with Russia? I don't know. Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Check out the condition fluoride overdosing cause fluorosis, okay? Norman Reynolds says, The whataboutism and red meat distraction, Hunter Biden, is not supportive to a sensible discourse. Let's talk about the fact that our individual financial and personal security is directly diminished due to the administration of the last GOP administration. That's a 100% positive, true statement. Sunlight and the earth grow food and forced slave labor picks it. No. If we decide, if we did that, yes, that's what happened during slavery. Now we have indentured servitude, sort of, but we can all change it, right? Lee Grant says, carny economics. Note, real economics is what we just discussed. The Duck That Quack says, 75% of our kids' problems are caused by our fluoridation. I don't know that for a fact, so I won't repeat that. Eric Hayes says, 
that is your political pool you put on I don't know what you said uh, let's see distill your H2O and toss anything with fluoride in it stop using it I don't know that either okay Meliev says what about the consumer I think I discussed that Michael uh, Bridge MCP says Michael Rennie you posted a link regarding no trespassing and the origins which is called foraging think it's a good place time to post it it was great I like foraging I didn't know I mean going into I, look if I were out there in the streets I'd be into the garbage and I'll be helping people how to eat the right things out of the garbage all right let's see the duck that quack says search our daily dose in 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 YouTube young girl the water tap is where it starts you will be amazed okay I'll, I'll, okay the duck that quacks I'm I'm not telling you you're wrong I'm just saying I don't have I can't say that and my mouth is not really knowing per se alright uh, sorry to be late Maywood you're always on time sir the duck that quack says no study has ever proven fluoride stops cavities I didn't know that is that true anybody wants to validate that maybe or Rodney will do that uh, the government tells you that yes justification of their existence and adding what to its entitlement interests so Egberto they don't perform work in your examples either Actually, how can, you, how can you say that with a straight face that the government does not provide a service? Uh, who builds the roads? Uh, who pays to build the roads? Who fight the wars? All of those people work for the government. And who are they working for? They're working for you. Please, please, please. Common sense, common sense. Tom C. says, Mass mandates have been replaced with maskless mandates in Michigan. Go to the store on an indoor concert with a mask on, you'll get dirty looks and even verbal insults. GOP freedom in America. <laughs> that is funny, isn't it? Chemical plant waste product comes from their stack scrubbers. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Egberto, charity never was sufficient. I read that one already. Peggy Lopez says, gotta go. Have a great weekend. Peggy, sorry to lose you this early into the show. Bridge MCP says, and I thought my volume was up for that Zoom meeting. All right. The Duck That Quack says, much love, Peggy. Uh, Michael Red says, British, thanks for that. An open connection to the days after the Civil War should have properly abolished slavery. That's right in front of our eyes, yet nobody knows about. That, that included myself up on, until this point. Black Forager has follow-up for the show. I really thank you for that. I'm going to check it out after the show. Carl Cox says, the problem with those individuals who are greedy, they don't believe in the common good. The common good works for everyone. True. Uh, Bruce says, listening and learning. How about people who work for the government? I think we discussed that. They are very important. Teachers, very important. The Alpha. All who celebrate capitalism in America are slaves to the Federal Reserve. Watching any documentary about the creation of the FR, Federal Reserve that is, will let you know it's a criminal enterprise among private bankers. And that's what most Americans don't understand. It's private bankers all right bridge thanks for that uh let's see what else we got here Whoa, we just got a headache all right pardon needed to fix that last one <laughs> okay politics done right with egberto willies what is your opinion of <clears throat> co-op are you against it or let's say a big form that has a stock component are they evil and capitalist no because that's different i like collectives because everybody who works in the system whether they be the accountant or whatever they do they are a part of it so i don't have a problem with a collective a co-op and everybody has a share in the co-op the problem and understand the difference and that's why i try to define capitalism appropriately 
a capitalist, a broker, simply go... Bridge <laughs> want me to wear my glasses. <laughs> Listen here. A capitalist does the following. I'm putting on my glasses because Bridge wants me to put my glasses on. Okay? You know why I'm going to put it on? She says my headache was caused by not having my glasses on. If my headache gets better, I'll, I'll let you know. All right, let's get, let, let's get busy again. The stock broker owns and does nothing. He just looks for companies out there that have stocks and play with it and create abstract, further abstractions with it, derivatives. You ever heard the, card, the, the house of cards falling on itself? That is what stockbrokers, etc., do. They create cards, uh, uh, cards that are going to fall forever because they don't, they, don't own, they don't even know what Exxon does. They don't even know what these companies that they're selling stocks for really, really do. Huh. I thought it went back into sync. I am seeing it into sync right now. Okay. Anyhow, let me go back. Let me go back to where, where it was that we were. Uh, talking much love, much love, much love. Uh, let me see. I got to get back to where I was. Okay. Alistair Waters, you're late. Welcome aboard. How are you doing today? Uh, let's see who else is here. Maywood, listen here to co-op. Answer okay. Maywood, listen here to the co-op. Answer okay. All right. Rudin, I'm going to read your last one. It's at We are at 34, so it's time for my ask. So let me go ahead and play the video, and then I'll do my ask. I'm Egberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Network's KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, take it to the next level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. Folks, if you are on YouTube, please click that join button. If you're not on YouTube, just go to politicsandright.com. There we go again. Let's see if I can get that to work this time. Well, 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 I probably have to do it the old-fashioned way. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Let me do a copy here and see if I can copy it down. No. All right, let's see if it'll work here. Paste. Where are you? Paste. All right, go there. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Please visit our store. We have a lot of new stuff at our store. Please go to politicsdoneright.com slash store politicsandright.com slash store support the show make sure that we are around a very long time as you can see my even my explanation of talking about the economy and all of that to get the cobwebs out of people's minds of what the society have been telling them to believe right 
So I mean, we know most of that crap isn't true. So go ahead now and uh, go to politicsandright.com slash Patreon if you want to support us on Patreon. But one of the easiest ways to support us is on PayPal by just going to politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. And of course, you can get our books at politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. Okay, I see Rudnan has something new. Uh, good evening, Karen Webster. How are you doing today? Welcome to Politics and Right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Michael Rodney says, Someone asked about water fluoridation in cavities. Water fluoridation confirmed to prevent dental decay in U.S. children and adolescents. The fluoridation of America's drinking water was a great public health achievement in the 20th century, but there are a few studies from the last three decades investigating the impact of water fluoridation on U.S. dental health. A recent study evaluated associations between the availability of community water fluoridation and dental decay experience in U.S. child and adolescent population. The analysts showed that U.S. children and adolescents with greater access to fluoridated water were less likely to experience dental cavity caries. Counties in where 75% of population had access to community water fluoridation saw a 30% reduction in dental caries, I imagine you mean cavities, experience in the primary donation and 12% reduction in dental cares experience in the permanent dentures compared to the counties with less than 75% access. So I think, I don't know, to me that tells you something. I don't, you know, there are all these conspiracies about fluoridation and all of that. I don't know. I grew up on fluoridized water. My teeth are still good and I'm an old man with good teeth. What can I say? Uh, big teeth, but good teeth. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Squido says, suddenly the audio got better. I'm glad to hear that. All right, love Pacifica Radio, a lone voice in the realm of corrupt media. Yeah, and you know what? He, yours truly is one of the directors of the whole Pacifica, the, the, the National Pacifica Network. Yours truly just got elected one of the board of directors of that station. So now I'm part owner of the Pacifica Network. Of course, we make, you know how much from doing that? Zero. <laughs> It's all volunteer, but it's a national network uh, of KPFT, KPFK, uh, WBAI in, in uh, D.C. We have the station in New York. The station We have five, five major stations of 100,000 watts and, of course, over 300 affiliates, I believe. So that's what we have right now. In fact, I just got my affiliate thing. This show is affiliated, so you know how that goes. All right, let's see what else we have. Egberto, my last one about fluoridation and cavities is a long one, but did but read the whole thing. Just this part. The analysis showed that U.S. children and adolescents with greater access to fluoridated drinking water were less likely to experience dental caries counties in which others... I, I think I read that on top, sir. I read that, I read that, I read that. Okay, all right. BP Alpha says the Nazi added fluoride to the death camp prisoners, believing it, <laughs> it made them more docile. I don't know, I don't know. Carcox says a co-op is a business where all the employees who work for the business own a part of the business. That's what I'm for. I love that. No greedy owners who treat their employees like slaves. Exactly. Perfecto. Perfecto. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Every case says economy is sour. Fed is now raising rates, so better get that debt paid off. What's up? 0.25 increase in the um, discount rate is not a lot. The problem is there are going to be a lot of people who uh, who make a do a whole lot with that 25%. This is going to be more. Squido says, excellent. I don't know excellent for what. Squido, tell me what you mean. Yvette Avery Herod said, congrats, paid or not. 
Bridge MCP says, congrats. What am I missing? Did I miss something? Oh, for me, that I'm on, that I'm on the Pacifica network. You know, I think so much about, most. I forgot that's, that's what I told you. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, muchísimas gracias, muchísimas gracias. It's a lot of work, though. It means I added another, another probably five or six hours to every week on that work. Of course, I found ways to mitigate it and make it a little bit easier. But just know that all of you now are members through your Australia Pacifica and, 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 and check out their stations all over the country. Just, just look up Pacifica Network and see what's it's around there. All right. Okay, what else do you want to talk about? I, ha I have a subject that I want to talk about. Uh, capitalism, I think I covered. And, and the last part that I needed to say about capitalism is just remember, capitalism, it, the premise of capitalism is to work off of the labor intellect of others. It is people making a lot of money. The executives and the shareholders making a lot of money for work not done. on, And it's, they're making it on your back and that's why I refer to it as antiseptic slavery people don't like me to say it but capitalism is antiseptic slavery collectivism like co-ops etc we all work for what we deserve and also when it comes to social services we all realize we live in a society and contribute to what beings of all. PDR Posse members have great minds. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So, folks, support and make sure that I can continue to give this message because this is a message you're not going to hear. You're not going to, you will never hear somebody on TV. I love Ali Belchi. I love all the good, the good progressive guys at MSNBC. There are about five good progressive uh, uh, anchors at MSNBC and other places. But none of them can tell the truth about capitalism. None of them can. And the reason why it doesn't work. When you have a president saying, I am a capitalist, but capitalism without competition is whatever. That's the whole premise of capitalism, not to have competition. They fool you into believing, oh, we want a competitive market. No. Unfettered capitalism says, I maximize the profits for my shareholders and bonuses for my executives. Under that premise, it is it is it is what would I call a fiduciary irresponsibility for you not to create a monopoly. Now, government can stop you from creating that monopoly, right? They can create laws, but as soon as you start creating certain laws, believe the Republicans there. It is no longer capitalism. It is now a social democracy because we are putting social rules on what you used to call capitalism and then it ultimately becomes free enterprise and a social democracy which is the only humane system where we have democracy and a free enterprise system I want you guys to think about that forget about all the buzzwords you hear outside think about what society or make society much better okay I got another subject to talk about but beforehand let's see Egberto your show and your viewers are great smart people citizens yes you guys are and I talk about it every single time the brightest the brightest Biden is a capitalist so is he bad <clears throat> Biden says he's a capitalist 
But Biden came out with one of the best progressives answers to capitalism I've seen in my lifetime. So in America, we have to lie. We, or rather, politicians believe they have to lie to their constituents to do the right thing. Here's how it works. We were indoctrinated into believing that capitalism was a religion that must be practiced here, the economic religion that must be practiced in America, and anybody who deviates from that is a communist, which isn't true, but that is what the belief that they have. So everybody is scared to ever do or say what I'm saying. So they, and since they can't say what I'm saying, they don't want to come out and tell you the truth. Now, you'd have the people from the, the Communist Party and all these guys come out and agree with a lot of what I'm saying, right? And then the, the capitalists will try to tag me. You, oh, you're just a communist. No, I'm not. I 100% believe in democracy. Unfortunately, that's not what we have. We have a Senate that is undemocratic, and every time California relative to Wyoming gets more people, it becomes much more undemocratic. So we don't have a democracy there. We get gerrymandering gerrymandering this distorts what a democracy should look like we have a supreme court that nine people have the ability to overturn something that a congress and the executive say is the law of the land they can say arbitrarily no it's not nine guys in this case it's going to be four women and five guys that's not a democracy Again, again, all I'm doing is pointing out the facts. Pointing out the facts. What we have in America is capitalism, and that's how it's supposed to function. What the capitalists will do, let, let me give an example now. <clears throat> Why Republicans want so badly to fill that Supreme Court and the district courts, everything else. And I've spoken about this before. They want to make sure the following. They know that America is learning. They know that many people are listening to the politics done right and the TYT and the moral majority and all these other, uh, of all these other programs that are trying to put some more truth out there. And it's starting to absorb. And as it absorbs, people start asking questions. Why do I work so hard to barely get by when that capitalist sits into the building that I built and I can't even have a sandwich in that building. I can't even get to the 10th floor of that building that I built for punitive change and he makes all the money. How can I... How is that democratic? How is that fair? And that's what occurs in this country, Right? You go to business school and, and you don't only go to business school, but you then get invited into the club. Remember, America is not a meritocracy. A lot of people come out of business school every day. Every, every, every day a lot of people come out of business school. But, but, when they get out of business school, they are chosen to decide if they're going to be it or not. Egberto, isn't everyone a capitalist who owns a house property or 401k assets increase in value without additional work carpenters and build a house don't share homeowners wealth over time i love that is a beautiful 
beautiful and important distinction and question. You are absolutely right. That is given a wide definition of cap capitalist, meaning he or she who owns capital is a capitalist. That's not what we're talking about. You're absolutely right, though. Your statement is absolutely right. And about increasing in value, let me, let me back up a second here. Because I've spoke a whole lot many times about people who go out and say, I let my money do the work for me. Hmm. Your money can't work for you. Somebody has to be working and you get in their labor for free so that you, your money can appreciate. But if everybody has access to do it in the, form, in the way the economic system was designed, that's okay. Let me give an example. Remember when I described free enterprise in the very beginning, <clears throat> I said that money was an abstraction and the banker uses, you know, he gets paid for lending out that abstraction to allow others to buy things in the future or in the current that he, does, that he only has the cash to pay for in the future. Now, the appreciation of your house is a good payoff, right, for an economic system that says we want your things to appreciate in some, in, in some modest form so that later on, you know, the way the, it's, it's, a, it's all a designed economic system. We could just as well say nobody can own property, but you can live wherever you want. You, you, when you live in a place, they can't. I mean, there, there are a lot of economic systems that we could have put out there. But no, ours is based on, okay, your house generally appreciates which is not a bad thing. Is it, the, is it this type of appreciation that we talk about stock pricing? It can be, like what occurred in 2006 and 2007. It could be that way. That's wrong. I had friends who went and borrowed money and bought a house, borrowed money, buy a house they couldn't afford knowing that they were intending to unload that home at a higher price for which it wasn't valued at, at all. So... There are a lot of machinations. Now, the other example that you gave is another good one. A carpenter builds a house that he doesn't share with the homeowner over time. Agreed. But they came to an agreement, and that house was built by a lot of different entities and can fix. But what the, the type of buildings that I'm talking about is you build these big, expensive skyscrapers with monies that was pretty much on the back of others. And you'll never be able to get up there. So, I mean... Technically, you are absolutely technically correct on that in a house, etc., 401k. Now, when it comes to the 401k, etc., I will postulate that some 401ks, you know, I mean, if a 401k is premised on a capitalist, com uh, ca capitalist company that is based on some, let's say, Asian minefield where a lot of people die, the appreciation of your money is indirectly related. Remember also in several other shows before, I talk about capitalism being an abstraction of evil. And what I mean is the following. If there are miners digging in, let's say, Kenya or whatever, and these to make that profit, those mine, um, those, you own the stock for that mine, and that mine work its people to death 
you're actually making money, blood money, but it's abstracted for you. So you can go out to your friends and say, ha, ah, yeah, I, ha I had a great investment in my 401k. I invested in Kenyan mines and you made a lot of money and nobody hates you for it. But you watch, you turn on the, the PBS channel that very few people are watching and you see that that particular mining company, every day, two underage kids die as they mine the gold that made your 401. I mean, so there are a lot of these different things that these complications create. Look, there's something that I always tell people. An economic system, a basic economic system is simple. The capitalist portion or the capitalist addition, and I'm not talking about the capitalist about home appreciation and that sort of stuff, but the capitalist addition is to infuse enough complexity that it gives you a certain level of abstraction to allow two things. Abuse of people, right? Uh, what I call antiseptic slavery. And number two, uh, that abstraction, not only the abuse of people, antiseptic slavery, but that abstraction of how it actually happens. Um, now look, that is a society we live in. So I mean, uh, do I beat up on anybody who owns stock or whatever? No, I think, I think individuals would be foolish not to be maximizing their profits right now. I think, I, I think individuals should be foolish. It, you should be maximizing your profits in the stock market and everywhere else. Okay, Berto, you are a hypocrite. No. This isn't something that one person can solve. And I am guilty as well. It's something that has to be solved in the aggregate. That's where we got to go. It's not something... So I, I used to tell people, don't shop at Walmart, go to Costco, they treat their people better. But now I tell my wife, if something is cheaper at Walmart, get to Walmart. Because my individual... Because you know why? We are on limited income right now. Well, come on. Uh, political activism doesn't pay well. By the way, folks, please hit that join button and help support what we do. Please hit that. Go to politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com. Help us do what we need to do, please. It's so important. But here's the deal. I cannot ask anybody here or accuse anybody here who has stocks and 401ks or anything to feel guilty. In fact, I will tell you, maximize your capital right now. Give some to Politics Done Right, some to TYT, and all of that. And I'm serious. I'm not even kidding about that. Because the system requires the system to bring the system into morality. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. It's just the pragmatic, practical thing to do. Uh, let's see what I got here. You are a fantastic, well, you are fantastic and I'm bummed my schedule means I rarely get to hear you live. Here's my question. Should the Democrats focus solely on a popular initiative such as single-payer Medicare for all and avoid other less popular topics? Clearly my question is biased, but it seems we are bogged down with topics that are divisive, may not feel relevant to the masses. I can't disagree with you. I mean, I, and, and here's where I will even jump on your bandwagon, Casey. I, my bandwagon, my, I would say, you, saw, you have Medicare for all. 
and just about every part to every problem we have is solved you can say well what about student loans we can solve student loans anytime because my daughter is going to have a lot of student loans and what i'm going to tell her is they can't get blood out of water so if you don't have the money to pay your student loans you're going to be a positive to society it'll get paid sometime i don't care about the capitalists who own the debt because we're going to change this world you have a responsibility and i'm not saying you don't pay for your responsibility I'm just saying. But if you have Medicare for all and everybody has their health, you can go out there and you can work. You don't have to be wondering about, can I get this pill? You will be healthier. So, um, so Casey, um, if we had to be single polar, I would be single polar on the issue of Medicare for all. But, you know, and the environment, there, there is a way to handle the environment in a manner that isn't divisive. So I would say Medicare for All and environment can be handled correctly by defining the environment many times in the form that, that um, right-wingers understand. It's not that right-wingers are bad at all. It's that they don't understand that in fact waiting is killing themselves Rudman answered Casey and says we need to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time there's quite a few problems that need addressing corporate corruption of all of that needs to be done but here's what I'm trying to tell her if you get Medicare for all what does that mean Michael Rudman you have been in this business a long time to get Medicare for all how much corporate corruption have to sort of be get away medicare for all requires so much you get that it means you have attained so much you know again look at look at the forces against it and you beat those forces what does that tell you we're coming close to the end of the program i i enjoyed uh talking and the, the questions that you asked um don't forget start signing up for um, ask Egberto anything. Let me see if I can remember the link. PoliticsDoneRight.com slash Ask Egberto. I think that's it. Ask. Uh, uh, that's one E, not two E's. All right. Uh, go to PoliticsDoneRight.com slash Ask Egberto. I think that's it. I'm going to click on it to make sure and sign up for our um, Ask Egberto anything where we actually have great conversation. We have the uh, one of, I like to call uh, Tom C our dean. You notice that complicated question Tom came up with? Important, and, and I'm glad he did because I know there were many, I thought there were many who probably wanted to ask the Tom C question that he said, wait a minute, I'm really a capitalist, I own a home. And that's what, if, if, you, if you notice also, Tom, I always talk about when, whenever people complain about how are you going to tax people who own stocks? The, the wealth tax I'm like they tax your wealth every year your car you pay property tax on your car you pay property taxes on your home you pay you, you pay a lot of these already so why save the guy who owns stock from that as well anyway we got to get out of here but here's the deal I think a lot of you had the same question that Tom C had uh, when you have questions or want to talk about anything please don't hold back Please just come out and let it low and we'll we'll hit it up. No question is not worth 
and certain. So please always remember that. Folks, <clears throat> please remember, get my books. I have some a lot of this stuff in my books as well. Politicsandright.com slash books. Please go to our store. We have some new stuff at the store. Politicsandright.com slash store or logo, all that good stuff. You're helping put this message out there, people. You're helping us. And please support us at politicsandright.com slash PayPal. We honestly really need your support. And you know what else? We are very, very frugal. I live a frugal life with your with your contributions. Um, we don't go out there and splurge with your contributions. We are, in fact, let me just be honest with you. We are way behind on contributions, and I mean way behind on contributions. Uh, to do this, what I've done is bleed retirement. It's done just about. So, folks, please continue to support us. Politicsandright.com slash PayPal. You guys have a wonderful rest of the day. My name is Egberto Willis, and you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. <laughs> <laughs>